Hey guys, so there's an early spring coming. That's pretty damn exciting, right? Um, yeah, so the groundhog did not see a shadow, which means early spring. Not the uh, not the same story that we're going to see throughout the country. Um, but our, our buddy over in Woodstock, Woodstock Willie, uh, did us a solid on that one. And uh, we got early spring coming. So that's super exciting. Um I hope you guys recovered from the last episode from all the tasting we did. Uh, yeah, I was out at Spirit Water in Cary and got to taste a lot of stuff. And um, I'm, I'm recovered now. But uh, I definitely think that um, if you haven't been to Spirit Water and the episode intrigued you, um, you know, Tim was a, a great conversation, uh, a lot of great stories, um, and a lot of great uh, booze and drinks that they got there. So definitely go check it out. I, I definitely is one that if you haven't been to, you should go to. Um, so anyways, uh, the current episode, I'm back uh, in Crystal Lake. Uh, I'm talking to Dana Booker, who is a yoga instructor and holds a couple other titles, which I can't remember all of them right now, <laughs> um, but it's in the episode. So um, this one got to kind of check out some of what she does um, and got to experience it myself. And I, I de definitely think that uh, if it, if this is up your alley, even if it's not um, something you should check out, uh, yoga and Reiki and um, all the other stuff. Like I said, there, there's a couple titles in there. Um, but uh, yeah, she's in Crystal Lake. Uh, she is like right over um, kind of like the Taco Bell area. There's like that water tower right there. And then there's a little house. Um, we talk about it, I believe, in the episode. But um, it's definitely take a listen. And if it intrigues you, contact her. Um, she's on social media and all that stuff. So, um, and as I always say, uh, if you want to hear from somebody, I'm, I'm getting season four together. Got a couple already, uh, edu uh it, pff, words, interviews scheduled, um, some more to, that I've done. So putting together season four, looking for some more people. Uh, so if you have somebody, something that you want to hear from, email me. My name is Matt. My email address is leftatthelightpod at gmail.com. Do that, hit send, and I'll check it out. So um, that's all I got in the intro, you guys. Let's just get into this episode uh, with Dana, uh, D-A-Y-N-A, -A, if you're looking for her. she got a Y in her name. Um, so uh, anyways, here we go. We'll, we'll talk to you at the end. <music> Hi, Dana. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So I'm here. We're at uh, Crystal Lake mm -hmm. with Dana of Dana Booker Studio. Yeah, yoga studio, All right. um, holistic healer, yoga teacher, and spiritual guide. <laughs> that's that's a lot of stuff. Yes. That's a lot of stuff. Um, so um, just to kind of tell everybody where we're at really quick, um, right off of Route 14, um, you got the water tower right there which i noticed has a lot of stuff on it yep <laughs> it's like if you need cell phone signal this is the place to go it looks like yeah my hotspot works great here <laughs> <laughs> but it does <laughs> um but yeah so uh we're here to learn about your business um it's pretty much brand new yep, right how long is. how long ha has this been going so i started renting the studio space in july um and I was renting it with a friend. So since then, I'm actually taking over the studio myself. And um, yeah, so since July, there's been kind of quite a few changes. I just added some new classes to my schedule. Um, and 
I'm sorry. I'm kind of like losing my brain, <laughs> losing my thoughts. <laughs> That's okay. Um, yeah. So we just started. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> so since July and actually now it's starting to amp up a little bit more. I have some clients that are coming to me a little bit more consistently and just getting classes on the on the schedule. So trying to get people in for yoga. Yeah. So um, one thing I wanted to ask about now, since we're kind of like on the, the back end of COVID, mm-hmm. um, and I've said this a few times, but hopefully, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, this this ep- particular episode might not come out for a couple months. So right. maybe maybe we're done by then. Yeah. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yes. um, but uh, taking on something like that, a studio at this period of time um, is quite daunting. Yes. <laughs> so um, I, I'm curious as to how scary it is to do that, mm-hmm. to start the studio um, at such a weird time. Yeah. Um, I think as far as like how scary it is, um, I mean, it wasn't too scary in terms of maybe the pandemic. I know a lot of people are nervous about coming out. Um, I haven't been too nervous about meeting new people, but you know, I'm aware that everybody kind of sees things a little bit differently. So, Mm -hmm. um, and might not want to be in like a smaller space. So, um, but in terms of starting a business, definitely a bit daunting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine because I mean, just trying to get it going and then to uh, have people come in Mm -hmm. um, and and feeling comfortable to do so at this point um, and, you know, have a business and make a living and everything like that. That's, that's quite a venture. Yes. Yes. And um, I do like to keep my space very clean. I'm kind of one of those people that likes to scrub the floors like on my hands and knees <laughs> um so but I do keep the space very clean a lot of my clients like to come in for one-on-one sessions um and right now you know because of everything going on zoom kind of tends to be a little bit more of the uh, way that people want to go because um, they feel a little bit safer and then they're a little bit more comfortable being in their home they have a practitioner to actually work with them so there's been a little bit more of that going on right now, more virtual stuff. Um, but in terms of the studio, I keep it really nice and clean. I always want to make sure that people feel safe and comfortable. I have a client who um, stopped seeing me for a little bit because uh, he was nervous about like the Delta variant stuff going on, and mm-hmm. he wanted to wait till he got a booster shot. So um, we had a conversation about that, and he is so dedicated to his self-care because what what I am providing for him is self-care it really is self-care so um but he even expressed like oh this makes me nervous you know I'm Mm -hmm. not sure if I want to come in and um I told him like look that's okay like I'd rather you be comfortable I'd rather you stay home because what we're doing is uh kind of more intense one-on-one stuff Mm -hmm. and um and if you're working on yoga or like Reiki energy work, um, doing those types of self-care things, then you want to feel comfortable and relax. Like you might come in, everybody has like a weird day. So you might kind of come in like, oh, I've had a stressful week or something like that. But at the end of the day, I want him to feel relaxed and feel, oh, okay, I'm ready to do my yoga. I'm ready to be kind of close in and around someone else. So there has been that. There have been people who um, have fam- family members who have maybe immunity issues too. So um, everybody's kind of being a little bit more mindful about their interactions. So in terms of um, getting people into the studio, it's been a little bit of an ebb and a flow. Mm-hmm. Um 
but I'm I've been working on it and and there are just so many people in the area that really whoever wants to come will come so I'm I'm not really too worried about it so I'm more um, wanting to kind of plant seeds for people who are ready and open to uh, exploring either yoga or like doing deeper spiritual work because I have a lot of people that come to me for spiritual work. So, yeah. So uh, I, one thing that interests me is like, um, this is pretty new business for you, but um, obviously the interests of yoga and um, the spiritual work and everything, um, there's a history there. So how did you get into that? Yeah. So it's funny because um, I was thinking about this a lot recently, um, and one of the things <laughs> I realized when I looked back on my quote-unquote spiritual career <laughs> was that um, there's been a lot of times where I've come in and out of my shell. So I think where it started for me was probably around when I was, and I'm 32 now, so <laughs> was probably around it's funny everyone wants to tell their age on the <laughs> podcast i don't know why <laughs> i don't care <laughs> um but i think at the time uh i was around like 19 or like early 20s so um spirituality and things around spirituality that interested me um i didn't really start to explore until like my early adulthood years okay um and I have friends that were like, well, you were spiritual before. I'm like, yeah, but I didn't really explore it. And I didn't really uh, allow myself to venture into it because I was nervous or fearful of what people might think. So in my early 20s, uh, I went to the School of Metaphysics in Palatine, um, which is a non-for-profit organization. Um, they teach you... Uh, meditation and different things about consciousness and stuff like that so that's really where that started for me and even then I had gone I had been there for maybe I can't remember like a year year and a half or so and then I got caught up in my own life and like work and stuff so eventually I kind of pulled away from the school and kind of was in and out of my own spiritual beliefs and practices and um that's really where that had started. Um, and then as far as yoga goes, uh, I got certified in 2018. And it was very interesting when I started venturing into just the teacher training program. Um, I couldn't even believe it myself. I'm like, I had gone through like a bit of a breakup before that and like just trying to figure out my life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and yoga was like uh was perfect because prior to yoga i actually did personal training and i was very passionate about helping people with their health and wellness um and yet i wanted an extra component to bring to people something that made them feel a little bit more connected to themselves and i realized when i started going to yoga teacher training i was like this is for me like i it's not only for me to help others, but this is really a healing thing for me. And I'm, I was, uh, I, like, anytime my teacher would speak, I would just sit there <laughs> with, like, my hands on, on my chin and just be like, oh, my God, just keep talking. Like, everything that you're saying is amazing and interesting um, because it, it just brought together uh, not only our physical wellness, but it brought together the spiritual aspect of it. And... Um, a deeper form of healing that a lot of us need 
whether we're spiritual or not, you know, because yoga doesn't have to be a spiritual practice. But a lot of times there are um, just trapped energies we have in our body. So even just doing yoga, people can kind of go through some kind of emotional experience because they have trauma trapped in their body. Um, so I, uh, I really delve deep into that and um, I can't wait to delve deeper into it because there's there are more hours that I would like to do, more teacher training that I'd like to do. Um, but yeah, I did that um, prior to 2018 and graduated in 2018. And um, yeah, it's been incredible. It's been healing experience for me. Um, I feel like I still learn a lot as a teacher with my students too, because everybody's body is different and um, everybody's mind is in a different spot too. So um, I'm really passionate about um, helping bring people into the present moment. I know that's sometimes something I've struggled with in the past and I'm still human. So sometimes I struggle mm -hmm. with it now. Um, but I really love to, um, bring together that spiritual aspect of, uh, yoga, if someone is willing to kind of go that route and also just to bring them to the present moment to realize that when you're doing a certain pose or a certain practice that, um, each new day or each time you go to practice something, it is, it's a practice, it's a new starting point. So I like to make sure that I meet people where they where they are at, and then also um, that allows me to kind of meet myself where I'm at too as a teacher. Helps me slow down. Um, it helps me to uh, tune into um, what's going on with that person's body and where their mind is at too. So. So you said uh, 2018 uh, when you got your certification. Mm -hmm. um, so there, you know, 2018 to. 2021 now yeah. uh, what were you doing in between that in those years yeah so oh my goodness <laughs> it wasn't that long ago second. no it wasn't <laughs> well okay so even within the time i was doing my yoga teacher training i was also um becoming certified as a reiki practitioner so there's different levels um and typically you want to like space out certain classes and whatever so um I, I, I can't remember exactly when it was because I'd have to look at my certification, but I, I did do Reiki 1, and then I eventually did Reiki 2, and then um, there's a Reiki master teacher training program. So eventually I had done that, and uh, the master tra teacher training, I think I did also finish in 2018. Um, and then after after that, I was um, more so working with energy work than I was with the yoga. Um, but I was teaching here and there, um, like as a as a um, contractor, independent contractor, different places. Um, I have a friend who owns a business out in McHenry. I was doing classes there. And, um, and then actually they had moved. So this was like maybe 2019, I think. Um, they had a space uh, on one side of the street in McHenry. And then we had moved the wellness center to across the street to a new, new and bigger space. And this was during like the beginning of like COVID times and stuff okay. like that. So it was, it was a little difficult then too, to get people in for classes. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I was um, in between that time. I was still I was working a part time job, so um, 
I was working at Roadrunner Sports. <laughs> okay. And uh, and then I was doing my own thing on the side. So offering energy work, offering yoga, doing, um, offering my classes through through different places. I actually was teaching at a place in Cary um, called I Heart Yoga for a little bit. Um, yeah, so I've just kind of feel like I've gone to different places and like contracted to different businesses mm-hmm. and maybe it worked out temporarily and then it just was my the way I look at it it was the universe's way of just being like well you've always wanted to do your own thing so here's how we're gonna push you to like keep doing your own thing like make it yours make it yours make it yours and um yeah I kept trying to like get jobs and different things different places and it just didn't um because I, I use my intuition a lot too. It just didn't feel right for me. So that's how I ended up here. And um, this past summer, like I wasn't even looking for a studio space. Mm-hmm. It was really funny because I was looking at different things on Facebook Marketplace and um, just, <laughs> just for shits and giggles, mm-hmm. I was like, uh, I saw this, studio space and i shared it with my friend on on a facebook messenger and i was like hey like look at this this is super cheap and it's in crystal lake and whatever and um and it was really really funny because i was like not even really serious about it and she's like oh my god (laughs) like that's really cheap we could do this and and we could we could have a studio space together and i was like oh my God, are you excited? Because like, I'm excited right now. <laughs> and it was really I just, funny. I just picture it like, oh my God, oh my God. That's oh exactly what happened. It was so funny because I, I think about it now and it just cracks me up because that's exactly what happened. It was just, <laughs> I started the ball rolling, not even fully serious. And then she was like, but we could do this. And I was like, oh shit, are you serious? Because like, I think now I want to do it. (laughs) And so, so we went back and forth and we came and we checked it out and it was so quick. Like it happened so fast. Um, you know, we, we came and we saw the studio space and there were other units available here. And I mean, I knew that when we were getting excited about it and looking at the pictures, I was like, well, I know one thing for sure. If we're going to have yoga in there, meaning me teaching yoga, then I was like, it has to have wood flooring. Like I can't, I don't want to deal with carpet or anything Mm -hmm. like that. Um, So I was like, I know exactly which room I want us to have. And, and then we came in and then we checked it out and uh, yeah, it was really quick. Like within a week, I think we, we started renting the studio space. So um, I was like, I'm in if you're in. And she was like, okay. So, um, but she's uh, my friend Mel. She's also uh, a, a Reiki practitioner, but um, she's kind of got like a few other things on her plate. So she is kind of recently bowed out, but she might be back in this space at some point. So, um, you know, using it from time to time when I'm not here. But um, yeah, so over the last few months, it's just kind of shifted in many ways that I wasn't expecting to. So now this is fully fully my space right now um and uh yeah I've just I've been doing Reiki for clients I've been doing yoga um and 
um, wanting to bring in some meditation too. And actually like, I don't have anything on this wall over here. I know people Not can't yet. see it. <laughs> yeah. But, but my intention and my vision is to, um, support local not only local businesses or artists like authors but even my friend allison even though she's not local she's she's moving to arkansas actually soon but um by allison yeah <laughs> but she she lives in she lives in kansas city missouri oh so okay. but she she has been a big influence on me because she taught me how to channel she's taught me she does um she does like sacred sexuality work, so helps people kind of heal through traumas and understand their sexuality and just different things um, in that realm. But I have her book. I offer that here. Actually, okay. I do sell it here. And so my intention and vision is to have products here to sell of local artists or just people that I feel are feel like are in alignment with the way I teach and, you know, um, the direction I'm going, I guess, too. So I feel like maybe just a big left at the light logo over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be great. I want to have floating <laughs> shelves, and we can have left at the light right there. Oh, perfect. <laughs> now, now you got now people have to come and see exactly. it. Exactly. They exactly. Do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, Put your picture on it. <laughs> so we kind of started to talk about the space a little bit. Yes. Um, and you and I talked before this, but um, like this room, um, like you got it set up a certain way. So like. Tell everybody about that as far as like why it's important to set it up the way you have. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I have, I wanted it to have wood flooring. I don't have like a rug. Um, I actually thought about having like a rug for uh, initially when my friend Mel and I were talking about sharing the space in case we wanted to do like couples, uh, Reiki sessions and stuff. Um, also to kind of like dampen the noise, but I think that the noise isn't too bad from like upstairs to downstairs. So mm -hmm. I don't think we're disrupting um, the massage therapist downstairs. But yeah, I mean, so my intention when I came in here was that I wanted it to be very clean and like clutter free. Like you can, even though I said it's kind of messy in here right now, <laughs> um, you can tell that there's like not a lot of stuff in here. And that that's a important because it's a, 13 by 15 rooms so if I'm having people in for yoga then you know I, I don't want to have to clean up and like put things constantly in the closet <clears throat> but I did want to put like you know nice tapestries on the walls and um, some lights which I know that we didn't turn on or anything like that but tapestry lights and just like some crystals and things like that to set the ambiance um, so and then even when I came in here the walls were um <laughs> the walls were like this off-white <clears throat> like a little bit of a cream color not a terrible color but when i came in here i was like no <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> this has to change and um and so i was talking to my friend mel like oh we should paint it and she she was like okay whatever and then she was like, I don't want to do anything with the painting. Like, I don't, I don't want to have anything to do with that. And I was like, <laughs> okay. okay, that's fine. I was like, you don't have to paint. I'll paint myself. So I was like, I don't care if it's hospital white. Because, the, because again, the intention was that I want to have floating shelves here. I plan mm -hmm. on having product here, artwork, whatever. Um, and I wanted to keep it clean and simple because I figured whatever's going on the wall 
is going to be the accents. I don't want it to look crazy busy. I don't want people to be super distracted. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want it to look nice and clean. So I was like, I don't care if it's hospital white. I'm going to paint it white. And I did. I painted the whole room myself. So um, and I it was a great process, actually. So I had I had offers for people like that, like from people that wanted to help me. Mm-hmm. But it ended up falling through like so many times. Oh, and I was like, I'm not waiting for anyone. I'm getting this done now. And and actually, it was a very I've painted before, even even on my own and like even at my house, we own with my family and stuff. We've just done so much redecorating. So it was like, it's not that hard. It's mm-hmm. white paint. <laughs> so, and then everything else, like all the trim and stuff is white. So I was like, it's going to flow. It'll look great. So I slapped some paint on there and, uh, <laughs> and it looks nice and clean. Um, so yeah, you'll see shelves up here. Um, but yeah, and then I also have like, I mean, again, I know people can't see it, but when you come into my studio, you will. <laughs> um, but I do have this little corner shelf here, which my intention with that is to have like a little altar space um, and just to keep it like simple and clean because they're, the room is only so big. So I wanted to have um, like a Buddha, obviously, mm-hmm. and um, certain things on there to kind of set the mood. So Yeah. Just like to keep it very simple and clean, especially for a yoga studio. People tend to get really distracted very easily, mm. um, especially during a class. And people are in a certain pose. They're like, oh my God, how long am I in this pose? Oh, my God, look at the pretty wall, <laughs> <laughs> which isn't terrible. But I want to make sure that, you know, again, simple. Simple is uh, is a lot easier for the mind to kind of conceptualize when you're doing a practice like that. So. McHenry County, if you know, you know. McHenry County Living is the place to check out if you're looking for fun things to do, new experiences, people, places, food, that's the place. McHenryCountyLiving.com. We have everything right there for you. And on the first Wednesdays of the month, we send the weekender out to you so that you can kind of start planning your month with your family. We invite you to come check us out, like us on social media, and we'll see you out there. Uh, so let, let's get into it a little bit. Um, you know, you mentioned yoga. So let's talk about some of the stuff that you do. Yeah. Um, so let's start off yoga. Let's like, uh, okay. if someone wants to sign up for a yoga class, yes. um, what do you offer? What can they expect? Um, besides being like trying to maneuver themselves in a way they can't. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I know we chatted a little bit about this before, but my biggest passion with, uh, yoga classes is, slow flow, hatha yoga, um, restorative classes, and um, my gosh, there's one I'm like totally forgetting right now. But I like to do a lot of the slower pace classes that actually make you focus quite a bit. (laughs) Like even though they're slower pace, people are like, yeah, oh yeah, it should be cool. Well, no, sometimes they really make you tune into like the present moment and Mm -hmm. go like, oh my gosh, because then you're faced with all these thoughts. So a lot of times when people are in poses, they're like, ah, my to-do list. (laughs) (laughs) So my passion is uh, slow flow beginners. A lot of beginners. I really love to teach beginners because um, there are- As she keeps telling me, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you're going to be in a class, so. (laughs) Um, I've agreed to it. Okay. (laughs) Yay, I'm excited. Um, yeah, I mean, and the reason being because, uh, 
for me, I know how daunting yoga was. And, and even as a teacher, there's quite a bit that I'm still learning because I'm only a 200-hour teacher. There is so much. And even just doing a 200-hour teacher program, you know, there's still a lot that you have to process after you've gone through the teacher training um, because there's so much information. But, um, yeah, I mean – a lot of people get nervous about doing yoga because they have a yeah they have a yeah. certain <laughs> they have a certain um, vision of what they think yoga is, which is understandable. There's so many different things out there to show you what yoga is, and it could be anything. Like it could be anything from challenging an athletic vinyasa flow to uh, to something a um, lot more slow, like what mm-hmm. I teach, and. What I really like to emphasize um, in my practices is proper um, body alignment, uh, making any micro adjustments that people need to make um, because it's so easy for uh, someone to be directed into a pose and done so quickly that, you know, maybe they're not trying to do the pose incorrectly. I mean, most most people aren't. They, you know, mm-hmm. especially if you're new. But um Spending time with people, whether it's one-on-one or in an actual class or via Zoom, to do those micro-adjustments. And um, it's really important for me that my cueing is very correct. That's also something that, I mean, not that other yoga teachers uh, who teach, who are training teachers to become teachers don't do this. But I feel like my teacher really had an emphasis on, um, she really put an emphasis on, like, make sure that your cueing is correct make sure that you're telling you know your students have your foot here and you know all these Mm -hmm. different things like have your feet like three to three and a half feet apart and whatever and you can kind of guesstimate you know when you're getting into a pose but all those things are really important um when it comes to making sure that you prevent any injury in the body because um yoga can be very healing and restore restorative for the body but then at the same time, you know, you could still um, tweak something. You know, everybody's body is different. If you don't have your hips facing the right way or, you know, you're pushing yourself too far, the cueing is super important. So I really emphasize uh, a lot. I do have a lot of cueing um, alignments for my students. Um, but it's really important for me to help guide um, students into a space where their body can heal and recover. Um, because I think of it as I do see yoga as self care. It's, I mean, it's definitely something that can help you build strength and does help you build strength. Um, not only flexibility, but I see it as a a really important self care, um, item. And, uh, you know, most people, neglect their bodies there's so many ways that we can neglect self-care and um yoga is for everybody so yeah um one one thing i was thinking about is when people think of yoga a lot of times they're like i mean there's a ton of movies out there in which they're kind of making fun of it a little bit or like some some guy you know like me or something like that's falling over while everyone else (laughs) is doing all these crazy poses yeah um and does does that piss you off? No, <laughs> I think it's funny. I mean, I'm it's 
there's I love to laugh I love to make like even if something were to annoy me it's like eventually I usually laugh at it anyway but no I mean I think I think uh I definitely see that people have a certain um preconceived notion about how yoga is supposed to be and whatever but (laughs) well we kind of talked about a little bit too because like she's trying to get me to do this i'm like i don't know i don't know if i could do that you're like no it'll be great it's you know and like she mentioned it's slow it's like kind of you know beginner and everything like that trying yeah yeah um i i think it's funny like make jokes at whatever it's you should be able to laugh at anything and everything but yeah i mean well i know we had talked about this prior to this uh podcast but um you know i before i was even interested in yoga at all uh my mom and I wasn't yeah I was not even in yoga teacher training and my mom had told me she bought like a Groupon for this yoga class and whatever and it was supposed to be a beginner's class and I don't I don't even know where she had gone I feel like it was somewhere in Barrington but it doesn't really matter <laughs> but she had gone to this class and um and even though I had not really any experience with yoga at the time she had told me that you know she went and she was it sounded like she was really looking forward to it and so she went and then she um did this class it was supposed to be beginners and then she's like it was so hard and i know my mom was not super flexible and whatever like um everybody's starting point is different so i i understood that maybe she might not be able to do certain things that other people can but she's like then they were doing like headstands and stuff in the class and i my heart kind of broke for her because i was like because I've done personal training and stuff with people. And, and, and I think a lot of times people just don't honor where they are at for one, which Mm -hmm. is a huge thing in yoga. Like you're supposed to honor, meet other people where they're at and honor where you're at. Um, Because if you're like, I want to be an awesome soccer player and you've never played soccer. Well, you have to start with the basics, Mm -hmm. right? So, um, so the fact that she went to this class and then she was like, and then they were doing headstands and she's like, I just couldn't like keep up, you know, she felt disappointed. And I, I like felt so bad because I was like, that's such a shame because even though I had nothing to do with yoga at the time, I thought here is a person who is going to a class wanting to learn and yet this beginner's class was not at all beginners, you know? So it just kind of blew the experience for her. And um, I thought it was a shame. I thought it was such a shame that she had that experience. And I guess like um, they really carried that with me because it's still something that comes up in my mm-hmm. mind. And and even for myself, like, um, you know, I mean, I don't do headstands. I'm still learning how to do them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's also an aspect of fear that can go into that. Why certain people can't get into certain poses, um, whether it's fear or trauma or whatever. Um, so, you know, um, I think that was another reason why I was like, that I really like the beginners. So, you know, because of my own practice, but, you know, even with my mom's experience, I see a lot of people who are like wanting to do something, but then they're like, no, I don't want to do that thing because it seems really hard. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but no, there's a way to start, like, you know, and you don't have to overwhelm yourself. You don't have to do all these crazy things and twist yourself into a pretzel or something like that. The point is for you to um, to help your body. That's it. So, so 
Definitely no headstands. No headstands. On the hardwood floor. Not right, not, not right now. <laughs> in the future. Maybe in the future. <laughs> um, so so what else? Uh, uh, the Riki? Mm-hmm. Tell us about that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, my friend. I'm always afraid I'm going to say that wrong. That's why I paused. I'm like, I got to make sure I say it right. Riki, yeah. <laughs> um, it's okay if you say it wrong. I mean, we everybody says things wrong at some point. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> It's a weird word when you see it for the first time. People are like, how do you say it? Trying to spell it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I was impressed. You spelled it right the one time. I did, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So Reiki, gosh, I I used to do crystal crystal healing sessions for people like way before I got certified for any type of energy healing. And um, I never really thought I would get into Reiki, but it just wasn't where I was at the time. And my friend uh, friend and teacher, her name is Erin Ryan. She actually owns um, Crystal Lake Reiki. She's like not too far from here. Okay. And uh, so I got certified from her and she is an amazing teacher. Um, I didn't really, I figured I'd be offering it as a service. I didn't realize how much I would really want to get into it. And um, yeah, so I mean, it's a form of uh, Japanese energy healing. And, um, you know, I know we gave, I gave you a session earlier, so, um, but, uh, yeah, it just works with the energy body, helps with physical, mental, emotional, um, spiritual energies. So, um, my biggest passion with Reiki is, and I know I had taken you through a session, but my sessions tend to be more like therapy sessions. I like to, and depending on how much people like to share, um, I often ask questions. Um, I, for people who aren't as familiar with Reiki, you know, I'll have you lay on a massage table. Um, I'll ask if you're okay with physical touch. I might touch like your leg, your head, your arms, whatever, um, and run energy through my hands. So um, the way I tap into energy is by setting intentions and Um, tapping into the universe or spirit and basically asking for messages to come through that serve the highest good of the person on the table and myself too because I'm in in some way shape or form uh, involved and the way I look at Reiki and this type of energy medicine is uh, I'm a facilitator so I am helping someone or I'm helping bring through energy from the divine, from the universe to um, bring healing for the highest good of the person on the table. So, you know, that can look like um, sometimes people feel physical sensations in their body. Sometimes people see things. Sometimes people hear things or smell things. It's really, really different for each and every person. We're all intuitive, so we can all tap into that energy. Um, And my intention with my sessions is just to bring some type of relief. So if someone is feeling, well, however they're feeling, you know, I just want to make sure that they feel comfortable and that they know that this is a safe space. Um, I don't like to toot my own horn too often, but I'm really good at holding space for others. And it's just been like a lifelong thing and um, just a part of my personality. And oftentimes I will you know, if a message comes through, I will ask my client, 
um, about a certain thing. I know I had to ask you certain questions earlier. Mm -hmm. um, and it's really up to them if they want to share or expand more on that. Um, and if someone's not comfortable, that's okay. It's, there's a lot of things that come through that, um, uh, and I'll just say it. I mean, I'm not gonna use any specific person, but sexual trauma, that's a huge thing that comes through a lot. And, um, you know, I, I get that with a ton of people. And um, and it's, it's really kind of beautiful because uh, there are a lot of people who have not shared too much about you know their traumas or even at, at all mm -hmm. maybe not ever and you know a lot of people are astonished when i pick up on stuff like that and um and it's something that i understand and it, i know how um scary something like that is to talk about um and oftentimes people that i get on the table to end up talking about it because they didn't realize that they needed that type of that uh conversation or just to even shed the light of awareness that this is something that so in some way, shape, or form affects their day-to-day -day life. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'll come across anything from sexual trauma, a lot of physical things, too. So um, medical things will come up. And I like to I like to always ask. If it comes up, I'm just like, I'm just going to ask you. Well, that, that was so. one of the things I was thinking of when you run into something like that. Mm -hmm. And you're like, well, I think I have to bring this up. Like... Yeah. How difficult is that? Yeah, um, that's an awesome question. Uh, I know. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're like I'm a pro now. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, Sometimes you know, in the past, I think it was more difficult because I felt uncomfortable with it, and I've gotten more comfortable with bringing bringing it up. And and even in those moments of like. Um, I'm not sure if I should bring something up because there are times where I may receive a message and yet I will internally kind of just have to go, okay, is this something I'm, I'm supposed to talk about or share right now? Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes maybe not right that second. Sometimes it'll come up a few minutes later and then that will unfold into a conversation. Um, but I think I've gotten a lot more comfortable with it. And and part of it is like, um, I mean, I know I've told you, it's like we're all intuitive, mm -hmm. you know, so it just depends on how we use our intuition or if we use it at all. Um, but part of my practice and what's so important to me is practicing discernment, which goes, again, along with yoga and all the other spiritual practices that I kind of um, harbor in my life. But uh, using your judgment, you know, um, not only do I intuitively ask like, okay, is this something that I should, should bring up right now? Um, but energetically, I try to read the room, you know, or read the client. And, um, yeah. And most of the time, uh, or I shouldn't say most of the time, I don't think I've ever had a situation where someone was like, nope, I can't go there. Um, so I've been I've been pretty lucky <laughs> and grateful for the people that do open up because mm -hmm. I know those are difficult things to talk about. Um, and, it you know, and it could be anything. It's not even always obviously sexual trauma, but it could be something about a relationship or whatever. So I really do um, practice that uh, um, muscle of discernment and asking my guides or the universe or 
or myself even like kind of using my body as a sort of pendulum to be like okay does this feel right to say in this moment and then if it doesn't you know I'll move on and then we'll go to other things so um but I am yeah I'm very grateful for the people who have come to me because most people tend to be pretty open and it's a lot easier when you are having a one-on-one session with someone yeah. obviously than if there were to be like a room full of even five people <laughs> people would be like mm, I don't want to talk about that <laughs> yeah let me bring up this like scar that you have yeah. <laughs> in front so, of all these people <laughs> let's talk about that childhood trauma <laughs> It's nothing cakewalk. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so, uh, all right. So what's next? Uh, meditation. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, meditation. Oh, I love meditation. Um, that's definitely, using my voice is definitely one of my favorite things to do, even though sometimes it's a little scary. <laughs> but, like, like getting in front of a microphone. and Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, gosh, meditation uh, so with meditation, the more I teach meditation, the more I get into a channeled space, which is really fun for me because sometimes I feel like uh, I'm not really, and I guess like for people who don't really understand what a channeled space would be, um, it's like just getting into a really deep state of meditation and connecting with uh, either the universe, spirit, God, whatever, Um the, all the energy around you. Um, but the more I teach meditation, the more I get into a deep channeled space. Um, and and even years ago when I went to the School of Metaphysics and I was learning meditation and I struggled with meditation then, <laughs> um, it was it was very apparent to me that the people around me needed meditation because <laughs> of how distracted we are um, and how easy it is to lose sight of a, a goal, for example, like, or your purpose, even for simple stuff. Like, you know, um, I mean, we're so distracted by our phones nowadays. So um, as you reach for your phone. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and we're so distracted by our phones that, um, you know, Half the time we could walk into a room and we're like, what did I come in here for? <laughs> <laughs> you know, simple stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so so with meditation, um, my meditations lately have been uh, kind of almost like um, healing, almost like energy work, mm -hmm. um, but through meditation. And in the meditations that I tend to teach or channel um i bring people into their heart a lot that tends to be the focus um because it's a very intelligent space for us to operate from and um we can learn a lot from just being being into the heart being in the heart space and it helps us to when we kind of tap into the heart we can um kind of feel more of our own authentic selves if that makes sense mm -hmm. um so yeah so a lot of my meditations um start with uh going into the heart setting an intention um letting go of things that don't serve you grounding to one thing i frequently do is ground to mother earth or the core of the earth or however you want to word it 
um, through the heart and then also expanding like your awareness and energy up through the crown of the head from the heart too. So, um, so there, there's this balance. I like to help bring people into, into balance and, um, into the present moment. And oftentimes when people come out of meditations, whether it's before a yoga class or if it's just a meditation, um, I get a lot of, uh, meditation face people come out with meditation face <laughs> what, like, what is that exactly like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like this they just woke up yeah of, yeah kind of like they just woke up from like a really awesome nap <laughs> or something and um and people feel so relaxed and even myself too it's you know um because i do work with my intuition when i channel even if I don't feel like I'm super in it, and even though I'm active during the meditation because I'm the one teaching it, I'll come out and be like, whoa, where was I? (laughs) Um, And it's really fun. It's really fun. Um, I feel like that um, people's energies and hearts expand, especially when you get to do that as a group, whether it's via Zoom or it's a, you know, group actually physically in a room together there is um really amazing healing connection that happens when people enter that space um because people often let their guard down let their barriers down and um and i was talking to you earlier about just being Mm. you know it's like coming up for a breath of fresh air and being like whoa I didn't know I needed this. Like, this is the breath of fresh air that I needed. And I feel like a little bit more myself. And I think that's what's really important for me is that um, with any practice and anything that I do, I want I want people to feel more of themselves, more comfortable in their own skin, however that looks. So, and meditation tends to bring people into that space of like, oh, I remember who I am now. Like... I don't have to worry about my millions of things on my to-do list or whatever. Like, I just want to kind of be right mm-hmm. now. Um, and that's something that we don't often allow ourselves. So, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there anything that we're missing as far as, like, what you offer? Um, so, yeah, we talked about um, Reiki, yoga. Um, I do offer channeling services too, um, which are a lot of people come to me for spiritual guidance and that can look so many different ways. It could be Reiki. Um, it could be a combination. I do, like I said, when I do Reiki, I often channel, um, throughout the session and bring through channeled messages, but I offer channeling sessions too for someone looking for maybe just more guidance, uh, on specific things or, whatever so um a lot of times that it's like almost like a psychic reading for people um and so when i when i go into a channeled space i'll kind of like get into a meditation and um i'll have a client just ask me questions if they have certain questions or if they don't you know i'll just bring through information that's kind of coming through um and then maybe they'll ask me questions later uh, but a lot of people are looking for spiritual guidance from me, which is which is really fun. It's really fun to do that and to be able to offer that to people because, um, like I said, my friend Allison, who teaches channeling, she's the one that taught me how to channel, and I know how much 
her being in my life has changed my life and enriched my life. Like I feel more connected to myself um, and uh, just a lot clearer than previous years. (laughs) Um, So it's a lot of fun. But that is something I offer. I love to offer that to people because um, there are a lot of healing components that people are looking for answers or they just want to feel... um, yeah, more comfortable in the direction that they're going in. So, yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Um, so if people want to sign up for a class or any any of the services, um, how do they get in touch with you? Yes. So um, I'm working on a website right now. So I don't have a website currently, but um, mostly I'm actually on Instagram. So if someone wants to reach out to me, um, I know my name is a little different on here. I can I'll read it off because some people may want to find me but it's dana d-a-y-n-a underscore de leon d-e-l-e-o-n underscore perez (laughs) p-e-r-e-z um so you can find me on instagram um you can email me at dana so d-a-y-n-a dot infinity at gmail.com um so that's another way to get a hold of me um, but right now I'm working on, I'm working on a website. So <laughs> website pending when website pending. <laughs> right, so Dana, D-A-Y-N-A. Don't, yes. don't screw that up. You'll get the wrong person. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta have a Y in it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I appreciate you. <laughs> I appreciate you. <laughs> All right, you guys, I hope you guys enjoyed the, my conversation with Dana. Um, I hope you guys uh, go do some yoga. Um, definitely go check it out. And uh, don't forget to hit up any of our other previous episodes. Um, I, I was uh, just at Cafe Olympic the other day. Enjoyed that. Um, hope you guys are looking forward to the early spring. Um, my daughter just turned 16 a week ago. And uh, so be careful. Everybody be careful on the road. She's going to be out on the road soon uh, when she officially gets her license. So um, everybody be careful. Red car, (laughs) Crystal Lake area. Keep an eye out. Um, That's it for me, really. Um, Just let me know if you guys got ideas, uh, people, places, things for the season four that's coming up. Uh, Leftatthelightpod at gmail.com. My name is Matt. Uh, Hit me up anytime. You can you can follow me on Facebook. Um, follow the Left at the Light page on Facebook. Give it a like. Uh, you'll see when the episodes come out. You'll see any updates or uh, I occasionally post things from previous episodes um, from like the different businesses that we've talked to, uh, like Joe Diamond or uh, DM Needham, who uh, author uh, or our other author Britton Follett. So. Um, you know, make sure you follow the page as well so you get updates on all that good stuff. Um, other than that, guys, I hope you have uh, a great week and uh, you stay safe out there. Be well. We'll talk to you next time.